Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 184 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony Domenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook as well as on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. But as always, the podcast is available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not, please don't forget to five star. Rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. And that's you guys. I have a guest on tonight, so there will be a bonus episode sometime this week. I don't know which night I'm going to do it or really what time because my nephew has uh, two baseball games this week. And I haven't gotten to see because of weather and and other things. I haven't gotten to see the last couple of games, so I definitely want to uh, go ahead and, and see those games this week. So he's got a game Wednesday and Thursday, so I'll probably do him one of those nights. But you can get the bonus episode on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Become a member. You'll have access to this week's bonus episode, as well as the past bonus episodes are there as well. Built Bar is coming out with new flavors, bringing back old flavors. They're always running deals. Go to builtbar.com, use code Podcast. Save yourself at least 10% on the best protein bar out there. That's builtbar.com, use code Podcast. Sail away coffee. The best nitro brew out there. They're made right here on Long Island. You don't have to be from Long Island to get it. They ship all over the country. You can go to sailawaycoffee.com and use code WWBRO10 and save yourself 10% off your order. I want to thank everybody who has bought tickets to the John Ziegler uh, Benefit Show. The fundraiser they're doing for John Ziegler, August 22nd at Governor's Comedy Club. The show sold out. So if anybody that's listening and bought tickets, thank you so much. If you still want to donate and contribute to John Ziegler's uh, fundraiser, you can. You could use a GoFundMe link that's in my link tree. Uh, so go help John Ziegler. He's been a guest on the show before. And uh, everybody who's donated and everything, thank you so much. It really means a lot, uh, especially this time. It's really helping him out. So, again, if you can't go to the show August 22nd, you missed the tickets, you're not, or you're not even on Long Island, you can go to my link tree, and uh, there's a link there for his GoFundMe. And as I mentioned before, I do have a special guest tonight. Really excited uh, to have this guy on the show tonight. Uh, Brett is joining us, uh, becoming Brett, better known on Instagram. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. It's a nice day here in Maryland. How are you? I'm I'm very good. You sound very excited. That's what I like about you. You're very <laughs> excited to be on the show. It's like I'm. It's like an inconvenience almost, right? <laughs> not not at all. It's like uh, I guess I'll come on. Like yeah, nothing's going on here. <laughs> I, I am excited. Uh, I, I've listened to quite a few episodes, uh, so really. Always like to come on and talk talk about all kinds of things with new people that I haven't talked to yet. Well, now so. you're just you know you're just saying that for my benefit. I appreciate it though, Brett. Thank you. It's patronizing as I can be. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And you know what? He comes on and he's got. If everybody knows, I'm a Giants fan. He's got the Eagles Super Bowl uh, ball in the background. Although he did all come all the way from Maryland to New York to watch the Phillies lose, so I was happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that was only two weeks ago. That was unfortunate. Does that like does that happens. like make the trip like you know not worth it at that point? No, no. I um, 
I've seen the Philly actually today in my Facebook memories. I had a post from like 2013. It's it was my 16th straight Phillies home loss. Oh, okay. Um, I, I see them lose more than I see them win. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I almost never. I, I've seen them win a few times. Like I saw them win in Pittsburgh once when Halliday was pitching. Okay. Uh, but almost never do I see them win. So I don't even. It doesn't bother me. I really, I'm like a stadium geek about because so I, I want to hit all the stadiums. Okay. And so I never hit Yankee State, the old Yankee Stadium, and I was like, it just was an opportunity to come up. And I hit like 12 so far out of the 30, so getting there. You never but, been to the old Yankee Stadium? Nah, never was. Oh, I wish man. I hadn't gone. But I mean, as a baseball fan, that's just like the ultimate. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Yankee fan, but there was just something about that stadium. Um, the ghost of Yankees, you know, it's just, it was, you're looking down and you see, you know, you're just picturing all the guys that played in that, on that field. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, did you go to the, um, McCombs Dam park across the street where the old stadium was? No, it was like one of those times where the trip got really derailed by storms oh, okay. coming up from in Pennsylvania. So I didn't, we, we got there late and then we, cause we wanted to go into New York city to get something at FAO Schwartz for our daughter. Who's, you know, a couple months old. And so we stopped there first and then went to the Yankee Stadium, got there like second inning. And then by the time all that happened, we just we left when it was over. We had to drive back to the Philadelphia area. Oh, you went back that night? So, yeah, I went back that night because it was just like I said, it was a spur of the moment kind of thing that yeah. happened and just decided to go up and come back pretty much the same day. And because of that, we didn't really get to do a whole lot there. Um, like I would have liked to have some New York pizza. Didn't do that either. You didn't have New York pizza. Nah, nah, got, got so because usually the trip takes about two hours from Philadelphia. It took over four. Okay, so yeah, that kind of I know that. Off the whole I, trip. I drove down yeah. to Long Beach Island in Jersey, which is far, and mm-hmm. it took me three and a half hours. I can imagine coming from Philly. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a, it was a bad bad day. <laughs> so, would you would you eat at the game? Uh, we got uh, hot dogs and okay. um, I think fries. Yeah, hot dogs and fries, and that was it. Because the lines were insane for that too. Um, cause we just got whatever's like near our section. All right. I mean, he's doing it all wrong, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> no, it, 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 it was the first experience, you know, you never get the first time's never, never the best. I also realize you're, you're not trying to go crazy with eating, you know, we'll get to that a little later, you know, yeah. little... Well, what I really wanted, what I really wanted was a turkey leg and I couldn't find it in that. I, I walked around a bit to try to find one and then that, and I couldn't find one. I don't even know if they sell them. My go-to is always, uh, for some reason I got a bag of peanuts. And oh, yeah? the the person in front of me has the shells all over their back, and I feel bad. But it's just this, you know you're in a tight space. There's no really way to go. But there's just the shells are all over the, their back, and that's my favorite I, part of the Yankee game. I will say I was surprised how much how little legroom there was at Yankee Stadium versus other stadiums I've been to. Because I'm like six in. two. I, yeah, I was just like I was like wow, didn't expect it. That's all because yeah. because it, it's new. Like I've been to Fe- I was at Fenway. Before they remodeled it in like 2011, and it was, it didn't. It seemed a little bit better than that, but really, you know, Fenway. Yeah. I look at it, and I'm like, there's no way I'd be comfortable at Fenway. I was more comfortable because they also had like old wooden seats, but they seemed they didn't have like the divider, so it was kind of like you were sitting. It wasn't as much of like a armrest kind of divider. Wooden seats. I'm I'm getting even more nervous now. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually. I mean, that was me at like that was me at probably close to 550 or so. Okay. Then sitting in those, and it was I was more comfortable there than most stadiums. So. I definitely want to see a game from uh, Fenway Park. We'll go to Yankee Red Sox game at least yeah. once before before I die, just because um, it, I've been to Yankee Red Sox games at the stadium and they're awesome. I would love to see one uh, from from uh, Fenway Park. Yeah, I, I, that's why I saw at Fenway was Yankees Red Sox. Oh, you saw Yankees Red Sox at Fenway? Yeah, and yeah, so I saw like it was like Jeter and David Ortiz and all them were there, still oh, playing. A, that was um, a while ago. 
Yeah, 2011. So it was 10 years ago, but it was it was a great it was a great time. It was a great time. Yeah, Fenway's got a lot of character to it. Well, know. yeah, I mean it's one of the original so the original ballparks. Um, that you know you have Wrigley Field and yeah, I think you have Fenway now, and that's really basically it. Mm-hmm. I mean Yankee Stadium, they redid it. I mean, if they had to do it, like I always say this, they had to redo Yankee Stadium. You know, I didn't want the new, the old stadium to go, but if they had to make another one, they they did, they did the right thing. It was absolutely, you know, it's it's really a lot like the old ballpark, a lot the same feel. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it looked it looked great <laughs> when I was there. I was like, of course, was like, it's a home of champions. Yeah, it's what we do. We make good ballparks. We win World Series. Beat the Phillies, you know all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I know, I, I, I know. So, if anybody doesn't know Brett or you don't follow him on Instagram, Brett is currently down uh, two hundred and thirteen pounds. I'll say that again, two hundred thirteen pounds. How incredible is that, Brett? Does that even like you know resonate with you at some point? At first, it didn't. Yeah. Um, so, I've been down two hundred for almost a year now. Um, and and when I first hit it, I was like, I couldn't believe I hit it, kind of thing. Because when you're like, as you know, we're, you were like 586, right? No, I wasn't 586. And these Gourmet and, and Jarps, <laughs> oh, no, I was five. That was not that I was that much heavier. I was 583 at my heaviest. But they. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I was about like I was about 40 pounds heavier than that. And because uh, I was 623 okay. at my heaviest. You were 623 at your heaviest. Yeah. So, so at my heaviest, I was that much. And, you know, when you're that big and just like you can probably relate when uh Thinking about getting down around 400 seemed like a monumental task, let alone getting down to the 200s at some point, which I want to get to. So um, now, now I'm kind of used to it because I've been saying it for like a year uh, and, and yo-yoing around with getting. I got as high as 240 lost. Okay. And I've gone down. I, I went down to just about 200 a few weeks ago, and now I got down to 230. Got it back. Right back up to 213. Lost. Yeah, I don't know how with the way is it down or <laughs> up. You're at 230. Okay, 213. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so that's good. Um, I, I obviously like I have other goals that I, I want to hit, and like, you know, I, I think you can run early. Like, I've kind of like a year ago, I probably thought, oh, I'll be at like 300 lost by now. I, I thought the same thing, um, yeah. especially where I was. I, I had plateaued. I had the same year plateau from when I first hit 200 down. Mm-hmm. And last August, I really started kicking it into high gear and into September. And I hit my wall in November and I put a lot of weight back on. Um, so, yeah, I would love to see 200 down again. That's that's a goal of mine. But I did it actually. You know, I would think at this point I would be at least, you know, close to 300 down. But, you know, these things happen the way they're going to happen. And, and, you know, it's a journey for a reason. And you, you pick it up where, you know, where you can and you keep just move forward with it. Um, but like one of the things that got me and I'm not, you know, was that you were? You said you were six twenty three. Was that like the motivation to really get you going? Was seeing that that six in front of your weight? Because I know for me that was something I I was, I was like, oh my god, I'm almost there. So I can't imagine being you know at that point. Was that what pushed you, or was it something else? No, um, the six happened because I was in the hospital. I, I didn't okay. even know I, ha- I was that big. Um, I was like, I always kind of went like, oh, I'm probably like 450. Okay. Because <laughs> the 440 scale, <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, the, the 440 scale, I, I couldn't, it wouldn't weigh me, right? So I was hospitalized. I had pulmonary embolism New Year's Eve 2016. Okay. And that's where I found out. Well, first it was in kilograms. And I had no idea what that meant, but like 220 or 230 or something. But then uh, they, they put in, in pounds and I was like, oh, I was like, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then... Um, about it still, and, and after the week in the hospital, I dropped like 50 pounds because 
all that excess like, I wasn't having. And then um, over the course of like a year and a half, I still was like yo-yoing like within the same 40 pounds. And then I got back up to 615 and I said that was enough because I was like, I don't want to go back up. Like I was eight pounds away from the 623. And then that's when I really started my journey that I've been on since July of 2018. Okay. And I like, you know, it, it was like I never really had a plan when I started. I just kind of like went with what worked for me for a bit. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what was like, what did you do? Like, what was the like, did you just cut like carbs or anything or, or join Weight Watchers or is it just you just did it yourself? So I joined a Weight Watchers esque group. OK. Um, called Slimming World. Slimming because- World. I never heard of that. Yeah, so it's it's, I it's like live a, there. it's like a UK based. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it really? It's like UK based, but they had a US component. They don't have it anymore. So they had a US wild. site. Well, you um, too. I've seen these guys. I've seen this guy on Instagram who was had started like around five fifty or so, and he got down to like twos, the twos. And I just saw him like I was like, well, he's like making it work, and like on something where like you could have like potatoes and rice, and like they had like instead of points, they called them sins. Sins, yeah, S Y N. I'm S-Y-N. loving. I I think I want to do this because I'm just picturing like how like pleasant it is with the English. You know, hello, welcome to Slimming World. <laughs> yeah, you so, get so eight pounds sli- sin this week. Like you know, it's like a whole like different like measuring system. I'm like, I'm like this sounds good. You get sins. I mean, I don't want to yeah. eat my sins. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so like at the weight I was, like I got like 25 sins a day or something, Ooh. and like so like. To give you, a, uh, for instance, like a 100 calorie bag of popcorn, which yeah. isn't very big, you know, that was like five sins. And that's like so I can have five, five points. Yeah, it's like five yeah. points on Weight Watchers. It's okay. like the same thing. So, yeah, so I, I say it's like Weight Watchers UK cousin or something. Well, I'm sure it's like the same, you know, because there's, there's eye track bites now. There's like, you know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things that are kind of like WW. Um, but, it, you know, that is like when you're. I know when I first started, and when I this is, I first started WW years ago, I, I did it as a kid at some at one point. Mm hmm. But, like, when I was looking to lose weight the first time, it is comforting almost to be like, okay, I can still eat potatoes. I can still eat pasta. Mm-hmm. I can still eat this. Because, you know, you just – I always feel like if I just gave that up cold turkey, I would have been okay for a little while. But I think it would have, I would have crashed hard. Is that kind of like mm-hmm. what you were thinking? Yeah, it is. And it's kind of what I used to always say of why I don't I didn't do keto because I, um, I like cake. <laughs> it's always my my go to line, but it, it is because it, so many things that I just I want to still enjoy things. I want it mm-hmm. to be sustainable for me for Absolutely. the long term because I feel like I see a lot of people that have drastic weight loss, mm-hmm. and then they've in the time that I've been on in the community on Instagram and that, and then they they do something drastic for a while, and then they swing back the other way because well, it's not really they're not doing it a sustainable way; they're doing it as cutting way. Yeah, and that's why I always. Um, Stuck with WW, and I still do it, even though I, I'll count calories and count macros. I'll, I'll add things like that in, um, but I do like the flexibility of you know, just I, and for lack of a better term, eating like a normal person. Like, cause I mean, for me, I know I can't eat like keto the rest of my life. I could probably do it for a few months, and I would, like mm-hmm. you said, I like cake like things. I like carbs. I like mac. I'm Italian. I like macaroni. Like I have to have those things, and I know there's substitutes like you know. There's all that, like, you know, Jarvis is always pitching red lentil pasta or whatever. Like, and it's good. <laughs> I eat it. But sometimes I just want, like, a real bowl of macaroni. Like, I, I want an actual, like, real macaroni noodle. And, like, that kind of thing is, like, is on Weight Watchers, it's easier to fit that into your plan than on other things. 
Yeah, and and I'm I'm with you on that because uh, like I've been doing keto for about three weeks, and yesterday, so I I hadn't I was doing pretty good until like yesterday I was in my hometown for a family reunion, and I was like I saw all these things that were triggers for me as a kid, right? Because I when you, once I leave my hometown, like I don't have those things around me because it was a lot of like mom and pop places. Okay. But then, then when we were leaving, I was like, I really want this ice cream from this one place. <laughs> so, 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 so we stopped, and I got some. And it was like, you know, it was a one-time thing. It, it was a one once in a great while thing because I don't go there all the time. But like, and that's not keto. But I was like, I just wanted some, and it's a choice. Like I, I, I like a gourmet. Gourmet uses the phrase that is instead of saying it's a cheat, it's a choice. It is because like, like, like that way, like you're not killing yourself because you decided. To have like I decided to have ice cream last night instead of having instead of coming home two hours later and having like uh, the keto ice cream things right. Yeah. So do you feel like if let's say you skipped the ice cream, you mm-hmm. didn't have it, you came home, you had the keto ice cream. Now in your head, you're like, this is not what I wanted. This, this I'm just wondering, would you would that have now maybe pushed you, not like a spiral, but like would you then have gone out and got something like you know like a piece of cake or ice cream because that didn't fulfill you at that point? Well, luckily I would have gotten home so late that I would not have been able to because everything would have been closed. But um, no. There's always something open, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) This this, this isn't New York. (laughs) Um, No. Yeah, I could have went to like a gas station, right, and gotten ice cream. (laughs) No, I don't don't think so. Um, Mostly, like I'm pretty good at controlling it. Like once I get through the – we all have those cravings, and once I get through the craving, usually I I'm okay. But until the craving passes, because it would have been hours later, I yeah. feel like I would have been fine. I wouldn't have needed like, oh my god, I need to have ice cream. Where where can I go get ice cream on? Like I'm driving down the highway. <laughs> oh, I is uh, uh, you know, Seven Elevens are open. Um, yeah, there's Wawa's in Jersey. I mean, I know all these things just from being a comic over the years and traveling up mm-hmm. and down the road. Oh yeah. Um, there's that's was you know one of the things that kept me awake actually in the car. I don't know if you were like you know travel a lot but like i would like i would get sugary stuff that like you know that i felt kept me awake i'm chewing and i'm like it would keep you know otherwise i feel like i'd be drowsy and everything this is an excuse i guess to eat that my, my friend nick says ice cream never sleeps so he's with me on that <laughs> but um yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that's that's actually part of why i also wanted it because i was also like feeling that same feeling because i was it was like a two-hour drive yeah and it was an easy way to you know have something also that i just wanted um but yeah it I, I, I feel like for the most part, I'm pretty good at controlling my cravings more now because I, I, I think about like what a lot of it is uh, goal setting and stuff like that. Because like what we mentioned, the Slimming World thing, my first hundred pounds I lost in Slimming World, I didn't do any of that. Like I just I just lost it by following their plan. Well, I think and I mean, I, see, you know, you're kind of like coming where I was from. And mm-hmm. my buddy, John Ziegler, who I was talking about at the beginning of the show, one of the one of the things he always told me when I first started losing weight. You know, he wanted me to start incorporating exercise, you know, because I, I lost 100 pounds pretty quickly. You know, just he goes, but he goes at your, your weight, you could have just ate less and de- uh, wiggled your feet and you would have lost weight. You know, it's like <laughs> and he's right, because I think, you know, when you're that that size and this is I think people mm-hmm. and it's harder. For, and this is also the catch 22. I think we have with this um, is that, yeah, we're we're losing, we're dropping weight fast and we're still kind of eating what we want, at you know, but then. As you get smaller, and it's hard, and again, people, it's hard for people to realize that 400 pounds is small. But to us, that, you know, yeah. you got to think about where you came from, being in, like, you know, I remember getting out of 500 to me, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, I'm thin now. Like, you know, it's just, but it's, mm-hmm. 
it is all yeah. relevant. I think as when you're losing weight that you get to a certain point, and like you said, you've kind of st- uh, plateaued a little bit and now you're trying keto. Um, so you're three weeks into keto. What do you think about it so far? I've actually, f- I found it pretty doable. Um, I, I was always not a fan. I, I hate cauliflower rice I in general. It. I love it. But, 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 but I, I hated it when I was having it as a side, like you'd yeah. have normal rice or well, maybe because you're eating cauliflower instead of cauliflower. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Try the cauliflower rice. It's much better. Uh, uh, I, so once I mix it with other things, like I found that I like it a lot better. So like we just had some tonight with some like a meal and it had like cheese and chicken and red peppers and the cauliflower rice and it was all mixed together. Yeah. And it was good. It was just like the way it was the way I was having it wasn't making me want to have it. Like if I ate it like just as a side. <laughs> no, I make it. I um I always put it in the pan with other veggies. Um, mm-hmm. I'll throw I'll even make like a chicken fried rice with it. You know, there's millions of ways you could doctor it up. And like, I mean, the magic thing, like you said, is cheese. You can add cheese to anything and it's like the great it's a party. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that's my thing. I, I, I do that sometimes, too. Like I'll I'll make like a cheesy rice with the cauliflower rice. And I always tell people I really don't notice a difference once everything's cooked and together and ready to go. If I had just taken it and like just defrosted it or ate it like plain then yeah then i'm gonna t- i'm gonna tell it that way but you gotta mm-hmm. do- you gotta doctor it up yeah 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 that, that's what i found uh also similar like uh I, I was never a fan of the zoodles the zucchini noodles until recently like, until i had it with other things like yeah trying to eat it, i remember years ago trying to eat it with sp- as spaghetti and i was like this is just not working because <laughs> no. again it, it's it's not pasta right no but there's a chinese place by me uh i'll give him a plug if you're on long island there's two locations belmont mass speak with danny's kitchen um, they make a zoodle lo mein with chicken and it's absolutely amazing. I get it from there and it's just the flavors of it. Mm-hmm. You know, of course it's not real lo mein, but you get those flavors with and everything. It really, you know, I don't miss it. I feel like I can get Chinese food. Like I can go around the block and it's like I used to. And instead of getting, you know, what I, you know, all the bad stuff, I can actually get this, come home and I could make other things with it. And it's just substituting. So I, I when what was the motivation for you to do keto? Was it the accounts that you follow on Instagram, or you were just like, I need a change? So it was mostly I need a change. Um, I had been doing carb cycling for the last since um, December, and that worked for a while. Like I got I lost about forty pounds at my best with it, but I just wasn't feeling it was working for me. Okay, because I, I I was just like since April I've been like kind of I was kind of stalled. I stalled in April, and then in May I started gaining, and then. Towards the end of May, like we were preparing for our daughter's birth, and I was just like, you know what, f it, I'm gonna just do what I do. <laughs> and so I had because like we were having baby showers and like all kinds of stuff like that, and yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have cake, I'm gonna like not take it too seriously. And then I was like, I saw the scale go to like I got after she was born, it was like 196 lost, and I was like, no, we're not going back here. Yeah, you gotta. So get I, back I over was that. like, so we were looking into the primal and paleo stuff. Okay, and then I was just I was looking at it, I'm like I'm like this almost looks like keto and I had listened to Gormy talk about it a few times and some other people like Ben Phelps also talk about it about how like it's kind of, it's like you can go from paleo to keto because it's similar in things that you do you have so I was like I was like I feel like I'm going two thirds of the way with paleo to keto so why not just try it I thought about trying keto I actually t- had a mm-hmm. lot of conversations with Gormy about it and um, actually one of the ba- the things that I one reasons why I didn't my buddy Chris Roach did it. And got got a little sick from it, so that kind of mm-hmm. like you know steered me away. Plus, 
again, knowing myself, I, I know that I wouldn't. I, I did Atkins years ago, and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but I did Atkins for like a little over a month, and I dropped like 35 pounds in a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all of a sudden, I just was like, I need carbs now. And I started, it was almost like I was like, you know, I don't know, like, you know, a drug addict goes out and gets an eight ball. That was like a bag of Oreos for me. And I just like, I snorted the Oreos. I was like, it was all like, I just needed carbs, like my body. And then I got sick because I haven't had carbs for a while. So I kind of pushed myself away from that. And, um, you know, one of the things I, that people always ask, I'm sure you got the same thing. Uh, did you ever consider having the weight loss surgery? I did. Um, so kind of going back to that hospitalization, I remember vividly that the, because, you know, doctors are sometimes not so nice. No, they're not. Uh, and especially when you're that big, right? You constantly get the talks and all that. But yes. the doctor just threw the pamphlet on my like lap when I was in the bed and said that you surely consider this. Um, I didn't at the time. And then my idea was, you know, I, when I did the slimming world thing, I was like, I want to give this one last shot without surgery. Like yeah. that was what I was doing. And and then I lost like a hundred pounds in eight months. And I was like, oh, I can do this kind of thing. That was my um, kind of mentality too. Like, yeah. and, but like the struggles I've been having these this past, you know, uh, six, seven months, I can't keep going on like this. Like, sir, you know, and actually Jarvis brought it up to me, like, you know, talking about the, the surgery. And I call him Jarvis because it annoys him. Um, oh, I, 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 I do too. Yeah. So, um, I was actually, you know, I think about it, but I, I don't, I don't want it. You know, it's not something mm-hmm. I want. Uh, I'm scared of it. I, I do see everybody with these success and, but I'm just for myself, it just, it scares me. But like I did the same thing. Every time I go to the doctor, it's brought up, it's talked about and it kind of makes me not want to go to the doctor. Yeah. I don't, they kind of yeah, condescending. Yeah. I, I called my, uh, my orthopedic doctor. I used to call him doctor condescending because I, I, at this point, I was down about 200 pounds. I have an arthritic knee. I knew I was going to have that since I was 16 when I heard it. They told me it was going to happen. I was going for gel shots, and every time I went in there, he had a remark about my weight or this and that, and then I finally told him, you know, I lost 200 pounds. I actually showed him my before and after pictures, mm-hmm. and then I saw his face. I'm like, so you don't have to be like Dr. Condescending every time you talk to me. You can talk to me like I'm a person, and he was like, yeah, uh, uh, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I had a doctor when I was a kid that, like pediatrician and all that, all the way until I was 16. And he was heavy set, which is like you never see anymore. It seems I like, like I like usually. a big doctor. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, and, I, and so, so he, he, he was like, he's like, he's like, you're, he would always say, you're healthy. You're like me, Clydesdale. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, but, 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 you know, I recently just started with a new doctor here and like she saw my weight and it was like four something, right? 408 or whatever. And at the time, and she was like, she's like, oh, she's like, well, have you considered, have you considered bariatric surgery? And I said, I said, well, I did. I said, but you should know that I started, I was 623 pounds in 2018 or 2016. And she said, oh, well, then you're doing very well. Yeah. That's, a, and, that's usually what I get. a conversation around, right? Well, it does. Cause you know, I get the same thing. Like I'll come in like to a new doctor, they look at your stats and then I have to go through the whole thing. And, it, and that annoys me more. It's like, well, let me, t- let me give you the background. Let me give you the rundown. It, it's just like, you know, why can't you just talk about a human level? I'm here for something different than my mm-hmm. weight. You know, like and every, I do a joke about it in my act about how I went in for something and like diabetes. I'm like, well, not, you don't know. What's di- what do you mean? I'm not even diabetes. When it's not, that's what I'm talking about. I had mono. They thought it was diabetes. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, 
and it just they test me. They always test me for diabetes. It always comes back negative. And I'm like, how many times are you gonna test me for it? As I'm losing weight, it's not. Is, I'm gonna, it's gonna magically get it now. I mean, oh, same thing for me because I never had it either. And I always get they always they're always expecting it, but it never happens. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not diabetic. Um, you know, it's just it, it's how I am. So, uh, yeah. And 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 what you said about like doctors, like that you don't want to go. That's the saddest part because if you don't go to the doctor, then when you have a serious problem, like you should be going to the doctor. Yeah, for I, it, I right? hate, I'm going to be honest, I, I hate doctors. I, I absolutely hate mm-hmm. going to the doctors. Um, and just because, and then because you know what it is, I'm, I'm a mental patient. Uh, I will automatically think I have something and I'll work myself up into like a panic attack. And then usually I go and I'm okay, but it usually takes me to that point. Like the last, I, I put myself in the hospital. I, yeah. I was having a heart attack. And Man. everything was fine. Like the, the, my vitals were fine. Everything was fine. Actually, the last panic attack I had at work, the guy couldn't believe that my blood pressure was lower than his mid panic attack. And then I had to like, wow. I went into the whole thing. Well, I've lost, you know, X amount of weight and this and that, but it's just, but it does, it makes you not want to go. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, they, they always love like, um, and my, my favorite is too, is when you go to the doctor and like your blood pressure is elevated. Cause you just walked back from wherever their waiting room is <laughs> all the way to the furthest back room. And I'm like, and like my blood pressure, I think my blood pressure was like 150 or something over whatever. And I was like, can we take it in like five minutes while I'm still here? Yeah, let me calm down. I just had a, I walked a half a mile. Let me, let me breathe a little bit. Plus, I'm already like just an, like anxious because I'm in the doctor's office because nobody wants to be there. I, um, I, went to a, I went to a therapist one time and she was like, I'm a little nervous. Like every time you come in here, you're out of breath. I'm like, yeah, I just walked up three flights of stairs. <laughs> I said, get an elevator, get a building with an elevator. I said, I won't be out of breath when I come up here. I promise you. Like, he's like, are you like, he's like, why are you always out of breath? Because I'm fat and I walked up three flights of stairs. That's why I'm out of breath. I said, I'm going to tell you, like, there's no magic. There's no like, you know, other thing going on. She thought I was like having a panic attack every time I came there. I'm like, no, I'm just, I walked up three flights of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 when, after I lost weight and I started, I don't know if you shared your, your weight loss right away with people that you knew in real life. But like I didn't, I waited till I hit like 150, and my I, one of my coworkers said that she, she's so glad she was a former coworker. She's like, oh, I'm so glad because I used to always hear you huff and puff when you walk past my desk. Well, that's what I used to get that from the comics. I used to huff and puff on stage. Uh-huh. I used to, if, the, oh, wow. if it wasn't like a, a like a great crowd, in between jokes, I hear. Like, then the next one, like in, so like yeah, I mean, I, I used to get that too. No, I was I shared it. I pretty much shared it right away. Um, yeah. Keep me accountable. That was really the main thing. You know, mm-hmm. in the beginning, it was accountability. I, I wanted to put it out there to hold myself accountable. Um, and then it became about, like, helping other people. Like, I wanted, like, if somebody can go through, see what I'm going through. Because I didn't see, like, when I started getting into the whole Instagram community, I didn't see a lot of people where I started. Like, there wasn't a, a, mm-hmm. a ton of people that had, you know, excess of 200 pounds to lose. Um and it's funny because, you know, Gormy, I actually knew from Facebook years before we ever started a weight loss journeys. My brother's friend moved to Rhode Island and was on his kickball team. So like, oh, wow. And like he shared one of my comedy videos and then Gormy friended me and we just would talk back and forth because we had the same kind of like the same interests. You know, we both like mm-hmm. cigars. We both like, you know, um, almost like he's like the New England version of me in a way. Like, so we kind of like, you know talked about that stuff and then we actually started around the same time so it was like kind of cool like you know that but that was never what brought us together as friends it was always we just you know we just chatted before on facebook and everything um 
and I saw he had, you know, a good amount to lose. And then I met these other people through there too. Um, is that what made you come to Instagram and kind of make the, your Instagram page and, and get it out there is that you wanted to keep yourself accountable, help people or both? Uh, at first I came to Instagram and like, I just randomly found people, uh, one day when I was just like feeling depressed about it. Cause I was like, I need to keep going from where I was. Okay. And that was like 2017. So it was like a year before I even started my journey really. But I was just like, I had my, I would per, I had a personal account and then I created becoming Brett later. Uh, but you know, and I, I found people like, I remember I found, well, Gormy found me, which is ironic, but, um, lucky for you. like I had found like John, <laughs> I had found Jarps yeah. cause he loves Jarps. Uh, all over the place. and like other accounts, like big ones that, you know, like obese to beast and fat girl fed up and a whole bunch. And I'd found them and I was just like, I was like, these people like were big, like they were big, but they weren't like my big, um, John, John, John was closer than the rest, but so, so I, I was like, I was like, well, they can do it. And like, that's kind of what started getting me down the rabbit hole of, of it. Um, I didn't really like my whole Instagram stuff didn't really start till the pandemic. Like I didn't really get involved in it all the time. Like I am now like the becoming Brett thing. I, I, I had the account, but I posted like randomly, like it wasn't like an everyday or every week thing. And once I started like really like focusing, cause I didn't, I had this mindset of I didn't want to let this like opportunity to be home and have time to dedicate to my health to like go to waste. You know, it's like funny. Um, you told me that you had asked me my starting weight on your personal account, and I sent mm-hmm. you the clip. I sent you the, the yeah. link. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that was you. That was that was a while ago. Yeah, it was like I think it was like it was well over a year ago. Um, but yeah, because because I I had, <laughs> you I had found you I think through Jarps or through somebody. Yeah, and. Um, Maybe it's, maybe it's on Gormy's podcast. Because usually when somebody's on Gormy's podcast, I'll look them up and like then add them or something, depending. Because a lot of times you find similarities between your stories. Yeah. And um, when I when I saw yours, I was like, I was like, man, because like you were really close to my weight that I was, and like, uh, and then you you would hit like two hundred down, and I was like, because I was a hundred down, and I was, but I was stalling, and I wanted to figure out how to keep going, and and then I was just like, well, I was like, I know I can do it because anybody can, anybody can do it. It's just a matter of being able to do it just like do being it, yeah. able to get Actually, yourself in the mindset of doing it because you can lose it it's not it's not impossible it's just that it's a long long road <laughs> and and not easy and uh like like i i posted the other day somebody like a lot of people like this quote that i made up out of the blue but it was like don't don't like believe don't buy into your hype at the peak and don't like don't dwell in the darkness of the valleys because so often like that's what happens is like because i, I you know, the scale says like, oh, you, you gained like three pounds and the next week. It says you gained four and the next week. It says you gain one. And then you're just like, well, what the hell's going on? Because <laughs> you, you don't know how to fix it. Like, yeah. Or you, you feel like you can't fix it. And then those are times where I'm even like, should I get surgery? Because because I just don't want to like because sometimes you're like, I don't, it's not the easy way out. I would never say that, but it would be a help. It's a helpful tool. Right. That, that's where I am now. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. you know, I'm in a little bit of a dark place with, with my weight loss and I'm trying to I'm. I today I started over again and um I'm gonna start at zero and like you know lose two hundred pounds again. That's how I'm looking at it. Um mm-hmm. and if I do that, I'll be down over three hundred pounds. So I mean that's kinda like how I'm like, you know, thinking about it like that. Like if I do that again, I mean even if I lose a hundred I'm I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds again, but I'm that's you know, I'm confident about it. I'll be back where I was. And if I lose if I hit two hundred pounds again, then I'll be even further, way further mm-hmm. than I ever was. So that's kind of what's like pushing me along there. But um, 
That, that quite you posted the other day, and I I like that a lot because it, it's kind of like what I'm kind of going through. And uh, you know, it's just it's important, like I said, not to dwell on the lows and don't get too uh, carried away with the highs. Yeah, because I I found myself when I'm on the highs is when I really is when I mess up because I I, I like I'm like feeling like you're cocky and you're like mm-hmm. full you're, you're basically Ric Flair right <laughs> you're, 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 you're like wooing all over the place and then you go and you like like well you know what I can go and I'm gonna go to like I mean I'm not gonna go to Ric Flair restaurants but I'm gonna go like Outback yeah and I'm gonna get like steak and potato and then I'm gonna oh I'll go get dessert and then I'm like it's just one time I've been doing really well. And then over the course of a few of a few days, like you just keep it snowballs, right? And then, and I, one of my favorite, one of my guilty pleasures is, um, uh, it's terrible, but at gas stations they sell like the cookie dough now, like edible cookie dough. Do they really? Yeah, well, the gas stations around here they they roll farms, which are like they they sell fried chicken instead of sandwiches, like Wawa. But okay, they um they sell this like edible cookie dough, and like when I found that the first time, I was like it was like crack because <laughs> I I just, I just wanted it as much as I could possibly. And I, I still get it every now and then, but it's like very rare. I haven't had it since I started. Keto, I, uh, I haven't only three weeks. I haven't seen edible cookie dough and, uh, I'm excited about it now to try to find it. <laughs> well, th- th- there is this company called no baked that makes amazing yeah. cookie dough, but you have to ship to you, which I don't, I did that once and it was really good, but I wouldn't do that if, cause it just sets you up for failure. Yeah, this next, this next step back brought to you by Brett and his cookie dough, uh, <laughs> got in my head. I mean, you're not going to take a tablespoon. No, I don't take a tablespoon of anything. It's, it's either the whole thing or nothing. It's, it's really what yeah, it is at that for point. for sure. So um, you're on Instagram. You're doing your thing on Instagram. Um, did I see that you started coaching now as well? I do. Because um, I, I, I get people asking me questions a lot okay. on, on like what to do and how to do it. And um, I was talking to a friend of mine who is a coach, and she was telling me, you know, you could be a coach, like just because you're, just because you weigh what you do, doesn't mean that you can't coach other people. Um, and so I started. I have a couple clients, um, nothing major. Like I don't do a ton of promotion for it because I, uh, it's it's. I'm still in that mindset where I don't feel like I'm totally like there yet. But way, way to talk yourself up, right? Way to talk I, up I, your coach. I I, mean... I, 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 I know. I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> Um, I was trying to give you a plug here. You're like, ah, I'm not that good at it. Don't don't even bother with it. But, but, but yeah, so, so I coach, I I don't give people meal plans. I don't give people macros because that's not my strong suit. I, what I do, it's mostly accountability coaching. So yeah, that's like what the WW workshops are. It's, you know, it's the accountability coach, which I think is more Mm -hmm. important sometimes than giving somebody a plan. I mean, it's need that accountability. You need a, a community. Yeah. And my biggest thing is like, is anybody that works with any coaches like just to be honest because so often I, I, I tell the clients like I'm like if you mess up you don't have to be afraid to tell me because I mean I worked with coaches before yeah. like, I worked with a dietitian too and I didn't want to ever tell them when I messed up because I felt like I failed right um, but I'm like if you can just be honest and anytime you're you're struggling like because like part of my service I do like they have access to like text me whenever okay. whenever like they slip so or they're feeling like they want to slip, but they have a craving for X, Y, Z. And, you know, we can kind of talk through it and figure out what's triggering that, what, what, what we can do instead of, well, what they can do instead of like having going to Dairy Queen or going to like a cheesecake factory or going to get, you know, pretzels out of the cabinet. And like, you know, some of the ones is when you live with someone else who doesn't want to do the diet with yeah. you. And like, this is a, 
I'll give you, I'll give a free piece of advice, but um, is to have your own like cabinet or have your own area. Okay. Cause, cause like so often like you'll see like you'll have like a, you'll have a pantry, right. With all the snacks and the chips and the things. And if you say, if you don't grant, you know, it's there, but if you don't open it, you don't, you don't have to grab it as much. So where can, so if, if, if somebody wants to be like, you know, they want to get a hold of your coaching, they want to be one of your clients. How do they get a hold of that? Where can they find that? So everything is on my website, becomingbrett.com for podcast and coaching. Now you have the podcast now too. How, how long ago did you start your podcast? Started that 10 weeks ago. Okay. Um, yeah. Memorial day weekend had the first episode and, uh, it's talked to a new guest each week on, uh, talk about mostly it's been weight loss stories. Uh, had some financial coaching on the one. And also every now and then going to have special episodes that are not related to weight loss. Cause I feel like something that's missing is so many often when you talk to people about weight loss is you don't really get like the full, st- their full picture of who they are other okay. than you hear, you hear like, cause like if you listen to like a bunch of podcasts, you can hear the same story <laughs> over and over. So like something that I like to do with each guest is, um, ask them about a hobby that they have outside of weight loss. Cause like I've had ones like one guy was a kite into kite flying We've had like a bunch of pro wrestling, um, and then yeah, uh, yeah, and then like um, hockey, and I'm trying to think, uh, and then like one just like uh, learning how to like shift from like bake, like making food, like just out over the course of a journey is like just how you can bake stuff that's healthy instead of not healthy. Anyway, so I, I like to I like to um, know more about the guests than weight loss and like because we're all human and we want to have more interaction. Just like we both lost 200 pounds. Yeah, absolutely. And where can people find this podcast? It's available everywhere. Uh, uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube. It's the becoming more podcast and, uh, becoming more pod on Instagram. Okay. And you having fun with it? I am. Uh, cause I've, I mean, I'm mostly talking to people that I already know somewhat, but yeah. to, to, to start, uh, I've had, I've had our, our buddy Jarps has been on it. Well, his episode hasn't released yet. Okay. Uh, Gormy's been on it. And, you know, just getting to know people that I know on Instagram, like to know, like to talk for like an, we talk like about an hour and get to like really delve into parts of their story. Yeah, that's been the, probably the best thing about, you know, me starting to have guests on the same thing. Like, you know, you, you talk to people on Instagram, you chat with them, you know, in, in the message boards and whatever. But sometimes you don't really feel like you get to know them and to have them on the podcast and hear the stories and everything like that. That's that's the best part of, you know, that's why I like to have guests. I, I do both. It'll be solo podcast for myself. I also, but then I bring mm-hmm. I bring guests on as well. You mix it up a little bit, but um, yeah, it's definitely like a big thing is is getting to know people that you you know you just know from pictures and and DMs really. Yeah, and, and I, I will say the solo podcast was the hardest one for me because <laughs> the first episode was solo. <laughs> it is, and tough. I was just I, I was just like I was like I was like is this because I actually sent it to two people ahead of time and I was like is this is this good because like I, I I couldn't really judge it myself. Uh, and, and they were like, it, it's, it's great. And I was like, okay. So then I released it. Yeah. I don't listen to, I really don't, I listen back. I'll go through it check the sound and make sure everything's mm-hmm. okay. But it's hard for me to listen to myself. It really, it still is. And I've been doing radio now since 2005 and it's still hard to hear my voice. It, it's crazy. Uh, oh, same, same thing here. Um, that's why I like to, I mostly do mine, like kind of like how you do You're just obviously live here right now, but yeah, I do mine kind of lot. I call it li- like live to tape. Right. So I, I hope not to have to edit, uh, too much. And then, um, I had to last week, the last, most recent episode I had, a, I, there was a part where we had to like pause and then come back mm-hmm. and I had to edit that and I had to listen to myself for like 
30 minutes. And I was like, that's enough of that. Well, you know, it is. I, as I come from like a live uh, like terrestrial radio background. So like, you know, everything was live. You go on the air, you're live. So when mm-hmm. I started doing podcasting and stuff like that, I just did what I know. Like I, I don't do this cause it's a certain, you know, I just know I'm just more comfortable with this. When I had like 4th of July weekend, I did a best of episode. And when I had to record that intro, it took me like 80 times. Like, cause I was just like, <laughs> Just even getting through the intro, like, hey, it's a, you know, I do the whole W podcast thing. And, like, when I'm doing it live, it's just easier for me to flow through it. But, like, when I was pre-recording it not being live, I was actually contemplating just going live just for the intro. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, you know, <laughs> so I have that, that flow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to me, that's how why I got started was because it's just easier for me to, to, to do it live. And, plus, you know, sharing the live recording, people want to, like, you know, some people like a visual you know, that's why I also put the video up on, on Instagram afterwards. You like a visual sometimes instead of just listening. I know I do, I do that when I listen to podcasts, especially like Rogan. That's one of the things I like on Spotify because the video is there. Yeah. 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 Cause often like uh, when I listen to, when I, I usually listen, but then if he like, if they bring up something on the screen and I'm like, Oh wait, I got paused. I got to go back. Go I can see what's, yeah. what's happening. So I, and if I tried to do that with watch, with like listening on my podcast player back before he was on that wouldn't work. Right. No, so it's it's definitely better like when that you know being him on being on spot. Are you a Joe Rogan fan? I am. Yeah, big Joe I, Rogan I, fan. I, actually, actually, in my my Instagram bio recently, I, I added future JRE guest. I would love to be on uh, his yeah. podcast. <laughs> I, I I highly doubt I ever will be on his podcast, but there's you a chance. Never know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, any it, it, he gets all types, and that's what I like because I'm not really into the MMA ones he does. Like I usually skip those. I'll watch some clips from them sometimes, yeah. but um, I really get into like when, a couple of years ago. He did like the Egyptology stuff, and like when I was a kid, I was always super into Egypt stuff, the Egypt, the ancient Egyptians. Oh, really? So yeah, uh, as a kid, I was because I was like, oh, I want to be an archaeologist, and I want I wanted to be a marine biologist. And I realized it was like science. I just like <laughs> I liked sharks and whales. Yeah. So like, <laughs> hey, science. I mean, at, le- like, ah. at least if you're in New York, there's a chance for that to be. A, fruitful career uh what yeah. i, I work I, I knew somebody that lived in in like iowa that one had a degree in marine biology <laughs> i mean no sense yeah, yeah at least i'm exactly. i live on an island i mean there's water all around me yeah. and go you know <laughs> but, but but yes so like stuff like that like when when rogan like takes those detours off of like the norm like that's what i really like because yeah. it's not just it's not it's not all like celebrities and all that you know no it's definitely um he's got every Everybody and anybody on that podcast. So don't give him hope. Maybe, uh, you know, he'll want to have like Philly fans on and uh, <laughs> whose team suck and, and they'll put you on. Uh, yeah. yeah. When, when, I, when I hit 400 down, that's when I'll be on. Right. You never know. I mean, that's a good story. It is a good story. So do you think um, now you're moving forward, you kind of like switching things up. You mentioned before you and your wife had uh, a baby. And that kind of like stopped your progress a little bit as far as leading up to it. Now that the baby's born and it's here, is it like harder now to uh, continue on taking care of another life or is it kind of like get more of a rhythm? Uh, I feel like I'm more in a rhythm right now. Uh, I will say that like when I come home from work, I don't want to go walking like I did last year. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I hang around the house so I don't get my 10,000 steps some days, but I don't like beat myself up about it either. Uh, I just like it, it is what it is. And I, I truly believe like 90% of this is whatever you put in your mouth. So uh, the said. added activity helps. And I, <laughs> yeah, that is what she said. <laughs> um, but but I, I do work with a trainer like once a week. Okay. So I at least go to the gym 
Uh, I go to the gym a few times a week as well when I have time. So it's just a matter of like really scheduling it. Like I, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to schedule like my life to the point where I have calendar invites for everything. But I, I do try to keep a structure of like three times a week at least to the gym, and then trying to get like like uh, a five k a day, since uh, like our buddy Jarps does. Yeah. So I, I do that kind of stuff and just keeps me going because like I can my, I work on a large complex so I can walk around there and get my steps in mostly. Okay. Okay. I see a lot I, of people that have like you know children. They will say, "Oh, the, the child was born. It's hard to do this. Hard to do that. It's hard." You know. So, um, I know myself probably I, that would be a I could barely take care of myself, let alone if I had another uh, life that depended upon me. Uh, so I know I'd probably just go off the rails because of the stress and everything. It, it does help. My wife's doing keto with me. So okay. by, by doing that, like we don't have the stuff in the house that triggers me as easily that it wants. Um, and right early, I'm just tired. I'm much more tired than I used to be. <laughs> so that, that also makes it. And then also like part of it is too, is I'm doing the podcast stuff. I'm like, I really want to actually start writing uh, blogs on my website too, which I haven't done yet. Um, like talking about my story kind of thing. Um, I, I have this, I have this like notion of maybe writing a, like could write a book maybe. Okay. I don't know. Like I have friends that are kind of thing and I should do that. But you know, podcast is kind of like an audio book in a way. Yeah. I mean, yes and all that. So, but anyway, like doing all that other stuff kind of takes up time that would be spent like just watching Netflix and having whatever. Right. No, I know that. Cause that's my, my, you know, I was by, my existence for a while it was just TV and eating. I mean, that's really what it was. Cause you mm-hmm. know, you know, from work, you're tired, you know, just to, you know, that's the people understand. Like when you're, when you're at a heavy weight, you know, like, you know, up around 500, 600 pounds, the day, de- just getting through the day is exhausting. Like that movement takes a lot out of you. And that's why it was like, you know, my life was very sedentary and, um, it's hard to get out of that rhythm in a way. It's, it's still, it's still kind of hard, you know, um, even like, you know, I go through spurts where I'm into the gym and I'm, I, I just, to me, that's been the hardest thing is to keep that consistent. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, it was for the longest time. And then once I started paying somebody to train me, yeah. um, I was, I was going, I, I went much more, I was starting to go more often. And then I did that and I was like, well, I got to go like, so I go on Thursdays usually. So I was like, I'll go on Saturday morning and then I'll go like, usually I go Monday, but I didn't go today. Okay. Um, and, and, and that's my, that's mostly when I try to go. And then if I can add in more days, I do, I like going to the pool too, cause the gym, my gym has a pool and, um, yeah. and, and I, I liked doing that a lot. I did that a lot last year during the pan- pandemic when the gym was open cause it, nobody was, cause you had to reserve lanes. So like you got one lane to yourself for like 45 minutes. Oh yeah. And cause no was, one's going to be in your that, lane cause of, uh, yeah. So nobody's in my lane. Nobody's like swimming around me, making me feel slow. <laughs> <laughs> cause you know, as, as, as a former really big guy like you don't like feeling slow i mean you already know you're slow yeah you don't want people reminding you of it yeah no all right before we get out of here brett i just want to plug where they can find you again uh give everything all your information out so everybody can come find you and and follow along with you okay so i am at becomingbrett.com you can find links to everything but i'm also on twitter and instagram at becoming brett my podcast is at becoming more pod on instagram and Becoming more podcasts on all platforms that you can find. Definitely check that out. And Brett, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today on the podcast. I had a great time. Um, I just hope all the Philly teams continue to lose. That's just how I, I roll. Um, the Eagles, I hope they finish in last place this year. The Giants finish in first. I know you feel the same way. 
Eagles are going to win the division. Uh, we'll see about that. Put it in the book. We'll see about that. This is the Joe Judge era. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Brett. I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast tonight, and uh, we'll definitely talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Once again, this has been episode 184 of the WWO podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico. I want to thank Brett for coming on the podcast tonight. Definitely go check out his podcast, his Instagram. He's on Instagram over at Becoming Brett. Definitely go check all that stuff out. We are playing in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. You can find it on iTunes as well. When you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. They're releasing new material as well as a live album coming out. So definitely check that out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. The podcast, as always, is available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, five-star rate and review. Love reading it, love sharing it, and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. There's only one place to go for your deli needs this summer. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show. And then get yourself the best sandwich out there, the Uncle Cheese, named after yours truly. Finn'sDeli.com. There'll be a bonus episode this week. Become a Patreon member and have access to those episodes. You can go to Patreon.com slash Podcast. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us live on Facebook, Instagram, and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 184. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>